We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Away we go. Episode 742 of the Al Galdi podcast. It is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024, the day after the introductory press conference for Commander's General Manager Adam Peters. Uh, and yes, the presser did happen. The snow did not stop the presser. Uh, hopefully, nothing will stop Adam Peters from doing what he is here to do fix our team. (laughs) And our team needs some fixing. You know, you'd think that Adam Peters is used to the snow, given his time with the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos before working for the San Francisco 49ers. Peters, by the way, played college football. Uh, He was a backup defensive end for UCLA. In fact, his defensive coordinator for the 2001 season was named Snow. Bill Snow. So there you go. Hello and welcome to this Wednesday installment of the Al Galdi podcast. We are learning all that we can about Adam Peters, who presumably is learning all that he can about our team. You wonder what he thinks about what he already knows about our team. We on Tuesday afternoon perhaps got a window into what he thinks about the players on our team. And uh, that was quite (laughs) the window. Next segment, in-depth reaction to and discussion of the best of what Peters and Commander's Managing Partner Josh Harris had to say at the press conference on Tuesday afternoon, including Peters and Harris on the commander's head coaching search, a coaching search on which we had some news on Tuesday. I'll get into that as well. Also on the show, I'll discuss a nice game for the Capitals, a 2-0 shutout of the Anaheim Ducks at Capital One Arena on Tuesday night as goaltender Darcy Kemper, who is having a rough season, uh, stopped all 24 shots on goal that he faced 
Great to see that. Uh, a few items before we get to some feedback. We, on Tuesday afternoon, via multiple reports, did learn that Maryland quarterback Talia Tungavailoa has been denied a waiver for an additional year of eligibility from the NCAA. We, on uh, episode 735, talked about the Talia Tungavailoa situation. So Talia was entering the NCAA transfer portal and was requesting an additional year of eligibility from the NCAA. The belief was that he was looking to transfer to Miami for potentially big-time NIL money and playing in the same area as his brother, Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, the crux of the Talia case for a sixth year of eligibility was that he had his loan season for Alabama 2019, lost his redshirt status via playing in five games. So the maximum threshold for redshirting is playing in four games. But Talia in two of those five games played on just two snaps. But his case to me was shaky. The NCAA granting him a sixth year of eligibility would have potentially created quite the slippery slope with who knows how many other players asking the NCAA to look the other way on snaps slash games played in seasons that were not redshirt seasons. Uh, College Football Insider Pete Thamel of ESPN on Tuesday afternoon did note that now former Alabama head coach Nick Saban and Bama wrote a strong plea to the NCAA in support of Talia Tungavailoa getting a six-year of eligibility. Uh, But now, Talia will prepare for the 2024 NFL Draft, uh, in which it is far from a given uh, that he'll be taken. Uh, Also, the Nationals, uh, they on Tuesday afternoon announced the hiring of former Nats reliever Sean Doolittle as a pitching strategist. Uh, Per a press release from the Nats, quote, Doolittle will serve as a liaison between the analytics department and pitching staff while assisting the manager and pitching coach with strategy, mental preparation, and mechanics, end quote. Uh, I like this hire. Sean Doolittle is a smart guy. He's a very well-regarded guy. And most importantly, this hire speaks to the Nats trying to do better in an area in which they have not done nearly well enough. Analytics. Uh, The fact that the press release describes Doolittle's role, quote, as a liaison between the analytics department and pitching staff, end quote, very good news. And the Nats need that uh, with their young starting pitchers like Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore, Jake Irvin, and Cade Cavalli. So good news if you are a Nats fan. You can hit me up on X at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. Lots of feedback on Adam Peters. I on X on Monday evening noted that Peters is the first executive for our team with the title of general manager to actually have final say on football operations since Charlie Kesserly, who was the Redskins GM from June 1989 through August 1999. Of course, it was in May 1999 that a man named Dan Snyder bought the team. And while there isn't one perfect way for an NFL team's football operation structure to be set up, it is amazing that it took so long for our team to get back to the uh, classic GM 
head coach structure. Uh, from Double B on X, I asked Charlie Casserly once if he played fantasy football. He stated that he preferred doing it for real. <laughs> uh, thank you for that, Double B. From Bob Sacamano on X, so Bruce still had final say with McLuhan. Uh, thank you for that, Bob. Yeah, so this is a little confusing, but we were told that Scott McLuhan, as Skins GM, had final say-so on player personnel, but we came to find out that Scott was overruled by Bruce Allen on multiple occasions. Uh, Scott was the Skins GM from January 2015 to March 2017. Bruce actually was a Skins GM. He was with the Skins from December 2009 to December 2019. His title from December 2009 to May 2014 was Executive Vice President slash General Manager. Uh, but Bruce from January 2010 through December 2013, at least in theory, uh, took a backseat to Mike Shanahan, who at least in theory had final say on player personnel as executive vice president slash head coach. Uh, although there is a lot of gray area with that. But Bruce, when he was technically GM, did not have a final say on player personnel. And then Martin Mayhew, uh, he was hired as Washington GM in January 2021, but he has not had final say on player personnel. The head coach in the coach-centric approach, Ron Rivera, had final say on player personnel. From Big Man Pauly on X, I'm glad that this team has an owner who will step back and let Adam Peters do his job. Dan Snyder was too hands-on and overbearing. Glad that those years are behind us. Uh, thank you for that, Paulie. From John B. Buchanan on X, writes John, Dan Snyder could have had so much more success here had he followed this well-tested model and had he not meddled in draft picks. But a zebra can't change its stripes. Uh, thank you for that, John. It's so odd. The Skins had so much success with that classic general manager head coach structure. First with Bobby Beathard as GM and Joe Gibbs as head coach, then with Charlie Casserly as GM and Joe as head coach. And not once over Dan's time as owner of the team, May 1999 to July 2023, did Dan go with the GM head coach setup in which the GM runs football operations and presides over the head coach. Not once. Like, how do you not try that at least once over 24 years of ownership? I don't really care about this, but I do wonder if Dan at any point since selling the team has said, or at any point in the future will say, what was I thinking doing the things that I did as owner of the team? How could I have been so foolish? How could I have been so bad as an owner? But of course, uh, that thinking uh, would require humility and self-awareness. And those things haven't exactly been Dan's strong points. Well, a big time strong point from Nova Fireplace and Stove is a very special deal for listeners of the Al Galdi podcast. You right now can get an in-stock wood insert at an extremely discounted price, just $6,000 plus tax. The usual price is $9,000 plus tax. So this is a 33% discount and the $6,000 plus tax includes installation. A site visit is required, but take your fireplace to a whole new level 
with a wood insert from Nova Fireplace and Stove. If you live in Northern Virginia, call Nova Fireplace and Stove at 571-513-3803. Talk to my guy, Stuart Moore. He is the general manager of Nova Fireplace and Stove. He's the Adam Peters of Nova Fireplace and Stove. Uh, Stuart is a big Commanders fan and a loyal listener of this podcast. Mention that Al Galdi sent you and get this exceptional deal on an in-stock wood insert. Again, 33% off. A standard masonry fireplace is only about 10% efficient, but a wood insert is over 70% efficient. A wood insert installed into a masonry fireplace elongates the burn time of your logs and transforms your room into a palace of warmth. Nova Fireplace and Stove. Call 571-513-3803. That's 571-513-3803. And make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. Hey, if you are listening to this podcast via Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can rate the podcast with a star rating. Five-star ratings are greatly appreciated. They help us out a lot, so thank you for doing them. Uh, So have you been following (laughs) this back and forth on X between former Redskins head coach Jay Gruden and former Skins quarterback Robert Griffin III? Uh, This is a back and forth that also has included the greatest returner in Skins history, my good friend, Brian Mitchell. Uh, I'm not going to get into everything that has been said and everything that has been debated in the back and forth, but a big part of the ordeal has been Jay and Robert going at it. Uh, From Jay Late Night on Monday night, quote, if I ever put a QB through what Philly is putting Jalen through, I apologize, pick up a blitz, end quote. From Robert late night on Monday night in response to Jay and as a shot at Jay, quote, say what? End quote. From Jay late night on Monday night in response, quote, you weren't prepared, Robert. End quote. From Robert late night on Monday night in response, quote, you told me you didn't know how to coach a QB who could throw and run like me, so looks like you weren't prepared, Jay. End quote. From Jay on Tuesday morning, (laughs) in response, quote, you were right. We didn't have a good enough staff. Sorry. Hope all is well with ya. End quote. And that cracked me up. Obvious sarcasm from a guy who loves to employ sarcasm, Jay Gruden, given, of course, that Los Angeles Rams head coach Sean McVay was the Skins offensive coordinator for Jay's first three seasons as Skins head coach 2014 through 2016. But we had all of this going on in the hours leading up to the introductory press conference for Commanders General Manager Adam Peters on Tuesday afternoon. And the symbolism to me was striking. Here we had a former Washington quarterback who had a great rookie season and then was terrible, continuing to blame his failure on anyone but himself in arguing on X with a former Washington head coach (laughs) whose regular season record as Washington head coach was 35-49-1. 
Whatever you think about Jay and Robert, just take a step back and think about what we had here. This is the kind of thing that being a Washington fan has been about for years. A battle on social media between a former quarterback and a former head coach, neither of whom ultimately did well here, talking about stuff that happened a decade ago. (laughs) I mean, really. Well, Adam Peters is here to change this. Uh, He is here to make our team about a lot more than a social media argument between RG3 and Jay Gruden about stuff that happened a decade ago. Adam Peters is here to restore excellence to Washington football operations, excellence that we have not had since the glory days of the 1982 through 1992 seasons, a long time ago. Uh, The last 31 seasons of being a fan of this team really can be boiled down to this ridiculous argument on X between RG3 and Jay Gruden. Hopefully the next 31 seasons of being a fan of this team are a lot better. The Adam Peters introductory press conference happened in the 2 p.m. hour on Tuesday. Speaking at the presser were Peters and Commander's managing partner, Josh Harris. Oh, by the way, also on Tuesday afternoon was the news that the Commanders will be conducting a virtual interview with the man who is believed to be their number one target in their head coaching search, Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. Uh, That news was broken by Commanders insider Nikki Javala of the Washington Post, who on Tuesday evening broke the news that the Commanders on Thursday will be interviewing Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris for the Commanders head coaching job. Uh, These interviews will be virtual because all NFL head coaching interviews are virtual right now. In-person interviews of head coaching candidates cannot happen until the conclusion of divisional round playoff games this Sunday, January 21st. We'll get to what Adam Peters and Josh Harris had to say about the commander's head coaching search in a bit, but we're going to start with the best thing that Adam Peters said during his introductory press conference on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, This also was the last thing that he said in terms of an answer. Uh, The final question that Peters got asked was how he views the NFL draft versus free agency in terms of building a team. This was his answer. I I find this a very similar situation from when we got to San Francisco in 2017. Uh, A lot of great similarities, so I have a lot to lean on from that experience, both things we did well and things we didn't. But ultimately, we were going to build through the draft here and supplement through free agency. We're going to be very process-driven and diligent in who who we select in free agency, but we're going to build through the draft here. All right, so Adam Peters on the NFL draft versus free agency in terms of building a team, quote, ultimately, we're going to build through the draft here and supplement through free agency, end quote. Uh, Music to the ears of every Commanders fan listening, I'm sure. Now, I want to make this clear. Every head of football operations in the NFL would tell you that you build through the draft and supplement through free agency. Uh, This is not some groundbreaking renegade thought. Uh, Heck, I remember Scott McLuhan in January 2015 at his introductory press conference as Skins general manager saying that the draft is the DNA for an NFL team's roster and people going crazy over that. So what Adam Peters said in saying, quote, ultimately, we're going to build through the draft here and supplement through free agency, end quote, is not revolutionary, okay? But what he said does speak to what 
he has done so well. Draft. The number one reason that Adam Peters is the commander's new general manager is what the San Francisco 49ers did in NFL drafts during his time with the team. Uh, Peters was the Niners' vice president of player personnel from January 2017 to February 2021 when he was promoted to assistant general manager. And he was their assistant GM until just now being hired as commander's GM. 49ers drafts from 2017 through 2023 have featured one hit after another. Uh, Tight end George Kittle, who the Niners took in the fifth round of the 2017 NFL Draft out of Iowa. Linebacker Fred Warner, who the Niners took in the third round of the 2018 NFL Draft out of BYU. Receiver Debo Samuel, who the Niners took in the second round of the 2019 NFL Draft out of South Carolina. Edge defender Nick Bosa, who the Niners took with the number two overall pick in the 2019 NFL Draft out of Ohio State. Receiver Brandon Ayuk, who the Niners took with the number 25 overall pick in the 2020 NFL Draft out of Arizona State. Safety Talanoa Hufanga, who the Niners took in the fifth round of the 2021 NFL Draft out of USC. Quarterback Brock Purdy, who the Niners took with the very last pick of the 2022 NFL Draft out of Iowa State. Adam Peters was part of a high-level NFL draft operation in that of the Niners, and it is that kind of draft acumen that the commanders are so (laughs) in need of. Uh, Adam Peters was coveted, right? He, in the 2023 offseason, reportedly turned down requests to be interviewed by the Arizona Cardinals and Tennessee Titans. He, this offseason, was viewed as the clear number one head of football operations candidate in the NFL. Adam Peters on Tuesday afternoon on why he chose the Commanders. Well, everything is the answer to that question. Everything is exactly what a person in my Seek would want the great ownership group, a great fan base, the ability to start new with a new coach. All of those things were so appealing to, to me that really going through this process, it was very clear to me at a very early time, right when I met with Josh, this is where I wanted to be. Yeah, the commanders really are a wide open frontier. New ownership in the Josh Harris group, which just bought the team last July. Uh, Five of the top 100 picks in the 2024 NFL Draft, including the number two overall pick, a ton of salary cap space for the upcoming league year. Uh, We on last Friday's show, episode 739, had a good conversation with pro football focus analyst Arjun Menon. Uh, He told us about his piece on PFF.com, headline, quote, evaluating which NFL teams are best set up for the 2024 offseason based on draft capital and cap space, end quote. And the piece identified the commanders as number one in the NFL in resources for the 2024 offseason. Adam Peters on Tuesday afternoon on how important the blank slate that is the commanders was and him taking this job as their general manager. And then you'll hear Josh Harris chime in. It was everything to me. This opportunity with this ownership group in this place, I can't tell you how much that meant to me and and our family. And that's why when this came came about and I got to meet with everybody, 
right away I was all in. I probably wasn't a very good negotiator, but I told them <laughs> I was all in. And that made it easy for me to, to pass up other opportunities, uh, which were great opportunities as well. But this was the best opportunity in my mind in the NFL. Unfortunately, he was a good negotiator. So, uh, <laughs> uh, thank his agent for that. But um, look, I think that Adam had done a lot of. It's worth pointing out he had done a lot of work on us. Uh, came in super prepared. Had researched the team. Had researched uh, all of us. Had researched the opportunity. Had a lot of questions. But at the same time, uh, you know, it, was an, it, it felt like it was an opportunity that he had identified. Uh, uh, before we had met, and then obviously we all ended up moving forward together. Yes, it did. And it's important to remember that Adam Peters did not have to take this job of commander's general manager. He wanted this job. He could have stayed with the Niners. He could have taken a head of football operations job with another team, but he wanted the commanders, our team, our little old team, uh, was attractive, was appealing to Adam Peters. Josh Harris on Tuesday afternoon on what drew him to Adam Peters. Yeah, Adam's a winner. He's won everywhere he's been. Uh, first in Boston, then in obviously Denver, then in San Francisco. Uh, and he's learned from a lot of great leaders. Uh, he's about excellence. He's about attracting the best people uh, and then holding them accountable. He's about building edges. Um, he's inclusive. He wants people from a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different perspectives. And so it was a pretty easy decision from my point of view in terms of how we do it. Uh, both of us work super hard. Both of us want to do things from the ground up, one person at a time. But both of us want to take more of a long-term perspective to build sustainable and elite winning. Uh, and so uh, I think, uh, you know, he was, he was an ideal candidate from my point of view. And what stood out to me from Josh Harris on Adam Peters right there were two things. Uh, one was Josh saying that Adam is, quote, about building edges, end quote. Uh, that right there is something that an analytics person says. Trust me on that. Building edges. I liked hearing that. Uh, the other thing that stood out to me from Josh Harris on Adam Peters in that cut that I just played for you was, quote, both of us want to take more of a long-term perspective to build sustainable and elite winning, end quote. And that, of course, speaks to rebuilding the commanders the right way and not sacrificing the long-term or the short-term. But as we all know, in the modern NFL, a proper rebuild is not a three- to five-year process. Uh, a rebuild, if done well, can show results within a season or two. Uh, that said, the 49ers' first two regular seasons with Adam Peters, which also were the first two seasons for former Skins offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan as Niners head coach, were not good. Uh, 2017, 6-10, 2018, 4-12. Adam Peters on Tuesday afternoon on a timeline for the Commanders becoming a good team. Yeah, those were dark days, but I think the thing that I, I could tell you is right away with, with the 49ers, maybe the results didn't show, but you could see it on the field, and you could see what we were doing on the field, and the fans could feel it, and they, they knew it was turning, and we were close. So it's it's really, you can't put timetables time on it, but what I can tell you is that you're going to see a great 
great competitors. You're going to see physical team. You're going to be you're going to be really impressed with what you see on the field, and it's going to happen right away. Whether the results come right away, you know that that's a number of different factors. But you're going to you guys are going to be very proud of the team that we're going to put on the field. We sure hope so, because we were not proud (laughs) of the team uh, that the Commanders put on the field this season. It is worth pointing out that the Niners, after those bad 2017 and 2018 seasons, then blew up in the 2019 season. Uh, The Niners in the 2019 regular season went 13-3 and and then won the NFC Championship that postseason. Uh, The Niners did then have a bad 2020 season in large part due to injury, but the Niners now have won at least 10 games in each of the last three regular seasons, 2021 through 2023. Adam Peters on Tuesday afternoon on what is time with the Niners taught him about what is needed to build a sustained winner in the NFL. It's having an aligned vision, having collaboration, having inc- inclusion with everybody, everybody pulling the same direction. That's how we did it in San Francisco, and that's what allows you to get through. Not just the good times are easy, but that's what allows you to get through the tough times as well. All right. Well, the commanders very much wanted Adam Peters, but the team per reports did interview at least four other head of football operations candidates. Uh, those candidates, Chicago Bears assistant general manager Ian Cunningham, who along with Peters was a reported finalist for commanders head of football operations, uh, Kansas City Chiefs assistant general manager Mike Borgonzi, Cleveland Browns assistant general manager and vice president of player personnel Glenn Cook and Philadelphia Eagles assistant general manager Alec Hallaby. Josh Harris on Tuesday afternoon on the search that led to him hiring Adam Peters as commander's general manager. Yeah, look, we, we were obviously blessed with the opportunity to talk to many good candidates, and I would say that there were a lot of um, positives of each one of them. And uh, like I said, at the end of the day, uh, the um, you know our 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 vision uh, our vision is really aligned relative to alignment, excellence, focus, work ethic, uh, and then being very people oriented in terms of talent. And so, uh, you know, we, we decided to go with Adam. Adam also, uh, even though he's, I guess at 59, I can say someone in their mid-40s is on the young side now, which is unfortunate <laughs> for me. But notwithstanding his uh, young age, he's been in the NFL for a long, long time, and he, you know, is ready for this. This is really what he was ready to do, and so we sensed that through the process. Much more from the Adam Peters introductory press conference in moments, including the funniest and perhaps most telling moment of the presser. But there ain't nothing funny about a big event that does not go well. And so if you are planning a big event, know that Catering by Uptown will come through for you. Catering by Uptown is the DMV's number one catering service. If you are planning a party, a wedding, whatever, and you need a good catering service, go with Catering by Uptown. Visit cateringbyuptown.com. That's cateringbyuptown.com. And make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. Catering by Uptown is a family business that prides itself on its signature dishes and flawless presentations. And Catering by Uptown goes beyond just food. 
Catering by Uptown offers personalized consultation and event planning assistance that are outstanding, including venue coordination, custom catering menu selection from over a thousand delicious dish selections, and a day of event coordinator who will make sure that everything runs smoothly. From putting together and executing a menu, to picking linens, to selecting an excellent florist, Catering by Uptown is committed to meeting your needs and exceeding your expectations. Whether you are having a wedding or a corporate event, an intimate gathering, or a gala, Catering by Uptown is the way to go. Visit cateringbyuptown.com and make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. Say hello to Michael Pereira and the rest of the Catering by Uptown family. The Pereiras are great and knowledgeable Commanders fans and will do a tremendous job for you. Visit cateringbyuptown.com. That's cateringbyuptown.com. And make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. The funniest and perhaps most telling moment of the Adam Peters press conference on Tuesday afternoon was his answer about what he thinks about the commander's current roster. (laughs) Uh, This cracked me up. Here was the exchange in its entirety. Adam David Aldridge with The Athletic. Welcome to D.C. Um, I wonder what you think of the current roster. I believe that there's a few cornerstone pieces in this roster. I believe we have a lot of work to do, and that's just evaluating everybody. And that's going to start with the coaches. When the coaches come in, we hire a head coach. We sit down together with the personnel department, and we sit down and and evaluate everything and figure out where we need to be. So that's an ongoing process. I've, I've started a little bit, but we have a lot of work to do, David. All right, so Adam Peters was asked about what he thinks about the commander's current roster. He provided a lengthy pause and then began his answer by saying, quote, I believe that there's a few cornerstone pieces in this roster. I believe we have a lot of work to do, end quote. Now, to be fair, the lengthy pause may well have been Adam Peters wanting to formulate a proper answer in which he did not give off any tells about what he thinks about the current roster, as opposed to the lengthy pause being due to him disliking <laughs> the current roster so much, and him saying that, quote, I believe we have a lot of work to do, end quote, that may have been more about the work of hiring the head coach and evaluating the roster with the head coach as opposed to the work of getting rid of a bunch of players and bringing in a bunch of players. Uh, But all of that said, yeah, that answer did come across as Adam Peters not being the world's biggest fan of the commander's current roster. I mean, how about that pause? Take a listen. Adam David Aldridge with The Athletic. Welcome to D.C. Um, I wonder what you think of the current roster. I believe that there's a few cornerstone pieces in this roster. I believe we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, that pause, by my count, was 3.3 seconds. A 3.3 second pause. We call that a pregnant pause. That pause was a woman pregnant with triplets. It was so pregnant, (laughs) okay? That pause was a woman dating Miami Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill. 
It was so pregnant. And look, why should Adam Peters be a big fan of the Commander's current roster? The team for the 2023 regular season went 4-13 with an NFL worst point differential of minus 189. The team ended the season on an eight-game losing streak. The offense was bad. The defense was worse. There is a lot of work that needs to be done with the Commander's roster. Uh, here was Adam Peters on Tuesday afternoon on what he has seen from the Commanders that he would like to retain. There's a lot of, a lot of good things about this, this building. First, first and foremost, just walking through here today, there's a ton of great people in this building. So it's really, this is not a total rebuild. This is a wonderful group of people here that just needs leadership. That's what I think is the biggest thing is we need leadership and an aligned vision. So that's what I'm going to bring here along with Josh and our head coach. And I don't think there's wholesale changes needed. I just think we need leadership here. And, and that's what we're here to bring. So how about that from Adam Peters? He said that the commanders do not need wholesale changes, but do need leadership. Now, I don't necessarily take that as a shot at the uh, just-fired head coach in the coach-centric approach, Ron Rivera, because Adam Peters does not strike me as someone who had his introductory press conference is looking to take shots at his predecessor. But yeah, that did not come off so great (laughs) regarding Ron Rivera. The commanders do not need wholesale changes, but do need leadership. Uh, And of course, part of the leadership will come via the team's next head coach. Who will that person be? Who should that person be? Adam Peters on Tuesday afternoon on what he's looking for in the commander's next head coach. We're looking for the best leader for this team, for the Washington commanders. And so uh, we we have set criteria that we're going to have it be aligned in that vision. And it's not going to be in a box. It's not going to be offense. It's not going to be defense. It's going to be the best leader for this organization. So again, this theme of leadership and continuing with that theme, here were Adam Peters and Josh Harris on Tuesday afternoon on the most important quality for the commander's next head coach. I think, uh, I think in any head coach and any leader, it's just leadership, leadership, great communication, being able to be honest, direct, and upfront, have all those qualities, and they're all intertwined. But those are the, those are the main qualities. You have to be very smart. You have to be very driven. There's so many different qualities that, that make up a great head coach and a great leader. But really, it's just about being a great person, a great human being that people will follow. You know, b- both of us are, in essence, come from uh, the model that we're stewards for the city and that we're on a mission to deliver success to Washington. And so obviously, you know, hiring uh, a coach that um, is on the mission with us, that is all in, that, can, that, 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 him, that himself or herself can attract the best people, uh, you, know, that, you know, all of those things, and then hold them accountable, and obviously ultimately comes with a certain amount of foot, IQ, football intelligence. I think IQ matters. Um, I think it matters increasingly. So I think that all of those things will be important. But ultimately, a partner, you know, where the three of us can be aligned and, you know, work for the city on behalf of the city to win. Well, lots of good stuff from Josh Harris right there, including him emphasizing the importance of football intelligence, football IQ. 
for the commander's next head coach. That is another thing that an analytics person like Josh will bring up. And notice that he also said that football IQ is becoming increasingly important in the NFL. And he's totally right about that. Uh, This was not a press conference filled with details or specifics from Adam Peters. Uh, Most of his answers were short and vague, uh, in part because he did not want to reveal too much, in part because he didn't want to put too much out there with the team having not yet hired a head coach, and in part because he just got here. I mean, he legitimately may not have had true answers to some of the questions to which he gave short and or vague answers. But this was Adam Peters on Tuesday afternoon on how he views the commander's current quarterback situation and how he plans to evaluate it. Quarterback, just like all the positions, we're going to sit down and evaluate. And that process will start once we hire the head coach and his staff. And we're going to do that collaboratively with the head coach, his staff, the personnel department, R&D analytics and come up with our evaluations for all that before we move forward. Uh, Yeah, man. R&D and analytics, research and development and analytics. Uh, You know that I'm a big fan of hearing that. We, during the Adam Peters introductory press conference on Tuesday afternoon, did not get any questions about the status of Martin Mayhew, uh, who, of course, has been Washington's general manager since January 2021. Heck, (laughs) the commander's official website currently lists the team having two general managers, Adam Peters and Martin Mayhew. Uh, That is not going to be the case for much longer. We, during the Adam Peters introductory press conference on Tuesday afternoon, also did not get any questions about whether Peters truly has final say-so on Commander's football operations. Uh, Would have been nice to get a clear declaration on that from Peters or Josh Harris. But both Adam Peters and Josh Harris came off well, uh, came off humble, came off smart. And the bottom line is that the actions of Adam Peters matter much more than the introductory press conference of Adam Peters. You know, we over the years have seen plenty of people with Washington kill it at introductory press conferences, only to fall short in actual performance. Uh, March 2022, quarterback Carson Wentz, a.k.a. Commander Carson, he killed it at his introductory press conference with the Commanders. Uh, February 2023, assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy killed it at his introductory press conference with the Commanders. The work that is done by Adam Peters is what we'll remember a lot more than this uh, introductory press conference. And now the work begins. Uh, One more for you. Josh Harris on Tuesday afternoon on Adam Peters. We set out to find a leader, someone who could take this franchise to the next level and build an elite team that consistently competes for championships. In Adam, I think we have the right leader. He's a winner. Uh, He's made an incredible impact everywhere he's been starting obviously with uh, the New England Patriots uh, on to the Denver Broncos where they won a Super Bowl and then at the San Francisco 49ers. Together, we are committed to restoring this franchise to the highest levels. Adam, again, we're excited you're here and now time to get to work. 
Yes, sir. Time to get to work. Well, hopefully the work of Adam Peters will have our team in the NFL playoffs very soon. We this weekend have what I think is the best weekend of the NFL playoffs divisional round weekend. Plenty of opportunity to make money via underdog fantasy, which offers daily pick'em games that are super easy and fun. Just correctly pick whether certain players at each game will go higher or lower given totals and you win. Underdog Fantasy. It is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, and it has a special offer for listeners of the Al Galdi podcast. A deposit match of up to $100 for all new customers who sign up with the promo code GALDI and to make a first deposit of at least $10. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app and use that promo code GALDI. Underdog Fantasy also offers season-long fantasy with a zero-stress scenario of no waivers, no trades, even no lineup setting. We all know that playing fantasy sports can be ultra-time-consuming. Well, Underdog Fantasy removes the time consumption but keeps the fun and the potential to win money and take advantage of the free money. If you sign up now with the promo code GALDI, my last name, G-A-L-D-I, GALDI, Underdog Fantasy will double your first deposit with up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of at least $10. So in other words, if you deposit $100, you get $100 for free. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code GALDI. Check out underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app and use the promo code GALDI. Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and must be present in a state in which Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, we all love the NFL, and we all love pizza. So make Little Caesars part of your NFL game day. Little Caesars is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Order online during Little Caesars Pizza Pizza pregame, which is one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday. 
You can pick your favorite Little Caesars pizza. You can pick the toppings that you crave, kind of like picking NFL winners, only with Little Caesars pizza, you never lose. Uh, And Little Caesars offers convenient delivery as well as the in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza. Well, the Capitals on Tuesday night began the numerical second half of their 82-game regular season. The Caps, over their first 41 games this NHL regular season, went 20-15-6. And and the Caps on Tuesday night won a 2-0 win over the Anaheim Ducks at Capital One Arena. The Caps for this NHL regular season now are 21-15-6. And six. Uh, Top line left wing Alex Ovechkin did not play for a third consecutive game due to a lower body injury, but the Caps got a really good performance from Darcy Kemper. And boy, (laughs) did he need this. Uh, As we have discussed, Kemper is not having a good season, but he on Tuesday night came through. Uh, Kemper was the Caps starting goaltender for the first time in three games, and he pitched a shutout. Uh, He stopped all 24 of the shots on goal that he faced, including all 12 of the shots on goal that he faced in the third period. The Kemper was back. Uh, Now, the Caps did a very good job of lessening the load on Darcy Kemper. He faced just 24 shots on goal. He, per natural stat trick, faced just four high danger shots on goal and just two medium danger shots on goal, all of which he stopped. Uh, Also, the Caps totaled 21 blocked shots. So Kemper was set up to succeed, but succeed he did. He had his best game in quite some time. Here was Caps head coach Spencer Carberry during his post-game press conference on Tuesday night on Darcy Kemper. Fantastic. I thought he was great. Not and, and tough game, right? Because there's, I don't know, I looked up at one point in the second period and there was maybe nine shots. Like it's a low volume. So those games sometimes get really tricky for goaltenders because now you face one really good look and, and you've only had eight shots in the game. Um, so I thought he was very strong in a difficult game for him to play in and then all of a sudden he sees four or five decent looks and Troy Terry's attack and he shot the one really good save um little rebound but clears it like there were some situations where he needed to be really strong and I thought he was excellent tonight and exactly what we needed because like I said at the beginning is we we weren't executing with the puck at a real high level offensively so we needed him to keep that clean and and um yeah, huge shout-out for him. Yes, it was. Uh, the Caps on Tuesday night went 2-2 on the penalty kill. Uh, defenseman Ethan Bear, uh, he scored an even strand goal 19-22 into the first period for his uh, first goal with the Caps. Uh, the Caps on December 28th announced having signed Ethan Bear as an unrestricted free agent, a two-year 425 million dollar contract. Uh, Bear is coming off a shoulder injury that he suffered while playing for Canada in the International 
Ice Hockey Federation World Championship this past May. Uh, Bear on Tuesday night did commit a second period tripping minor. Uh, the camp's other goal came from second line right wing Tom Wilson. He scored an even strength empty net goal 19.02 into the third period, and the camps went 0 of 1 on the power play. Next up for the Caps, home to the St. Louis Blues, Thursday night at 7. And that will do it for you and me for now. Keep the feedback coming. You can hit me up on X at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. Thursday show, episode 743. We'll provide you with more on the Commanders. Also on Thursday's show, I'll talk college basketball. Maryland is at Northwestern Wednesday night at 9. And we on Wednesday night have the Commonwealth Clash, Virginia Tech at Virginia Wednesday night at 7. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I'll talk to you on Thursday. Adam David Aldridge with The Athletic. Welcome to D.C. Um, I wonder what you think of the current roster. I believe that there's a few cornerstone pieces in this roster. I believe we have a lot of work to do, and that's just evaluating everybody. And that's going to start with the coaches. When this coach is coming, we hire a head coach. We sit down together with the personnel department, and we sit down and and evaluate everything and figure out where we need to be. So that's an ongoing process. I've, I've started a little bit, but we have a lot of work to do, David. 